Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of the Vanguard. To have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And today we're going to have a very TWAB-heavy episode. Uh, I don't think we have any other topics other than what we've been playing, do we? Uh, yeah. Thoughts on, like, the doc that they released Tuesday? Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, that feels then, so long ago. It does. And then a little update for uh, Transmog. Mm. Okay. A very <clears throat> important update for Transmog. <clears throat> okay, so uh, let's get into it. I'm streaming this part. It's going to be very short. Uh, what have you been doing in the world of Destiny? I assume nothing? Crucible. Again, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's been kind of... I plan on kind of getting back into like more of the PV stuff uh, this week, since I now have the next four weeks off from work. So I will be trying to help out the community, the clan, as much as possible for these next four weeks. I might throw in some like other random games. Keep debating on if I want to play Assassin's Creed's Origins or not, but we'll see. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, we got you your ship. Yep. Yep. Whisper ship is complete. Got that done. Tuesday. Nice. Oh, yeah. I still need to get Reckoner done. I don't know if I'm going to get it done. <laughs> I'm fairly, I'm really close, though. Mm. What do you have left? Do you just have the medals for Massacre? Uh, Massacre medals, and I need three more collection medals, which shouldn't be too bad. And, uh, yeah, be bad. and then the, uh, the, uh, the 50, or well, not 50, but like, you know, high value yeah, targets uh, I need to kill. Yeah. Yeah. I only have, what, a week left? That's not gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get into some Gambit Prime this week. So I'll have a pretty open schedule. You've been saying that for weeks now. I don't think it's happening. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I literally don't have to work. So, like, I have like Mr. Vacation over here, a ton of free time to where it's just like, oh, I have maybe two and a half hours to play something. So, mm -hmm. and then I don't also have to worry about overtime on weekends anymore. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into the Vidoc, I guess. Yes. Okay, it's thoughts? been it's been a very long time. You'll need to remind me of what happened. Uh, I mean, basically, they talked about uh, obviously Beyond Light. They kind of talked about um, season of the Hunt is the next season. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, that's going to be evolving uh, Osiris, and we will be. Going after, not Savathun, but like probably like one of Savathun's like uh, Shiva Arath. Yes, yeah, <clears throat> so that's what it is. We're gonna be like investigating her as they. She is like basically like she's not taking, but she's corrupting uh, Cabal. Completely different. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, completely <laughs> different. Um, so I mean, I'd rather take corrupted Cabal. I don't know. I'm gonna. Say my words on that. Wait until um, they have their own version of a phalanx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's see what what happens. Um, then obviously we finally got uh, our first look of Aldrin, who is now going to be renamed Crow. He is now a guardian. He knows absolutely nothing what happens um, when he got resurrected. His memory was completely wiped, so he has no. 
idea like what he's done in the past. Um, yeah, like they had uh, a cutscene there with um, Osiris like getting his ass beat, and then uh, Crow came and saved him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm interested <clears throat> in seeing what they're gonna do with I'm, Crow. Like I'm a little disappointed that none of the people that I did the joke with like I want to see uh, Sting. Like I was making a joke with Sting Crow, you know, from WCW. No. No. <laughs> I was no, making a reference. I was like, I'm I'm sad that he's not painting his face white and wearing a trench coat. And that one's like, <laughs> I want Wolfpack Crow. Let's go, Wolfpack Crow. Um, so we'll have that. I'm, I'm interested to see if we'll get like a cut scene with him and Marosov, and uh, sometime in like the near future. Because I feel like that has to happen. Um, it also definitely kind of seems to be like they are, uh, we're getting basically two separate vanguards now. Uh, we're going to have the light vanguard, and then we're going to have the darkness vanguard, which the darkness vanguard is going to be, um, Eris, Exo, and then Drifter. Um, so... <clears throat> This is kind of interesting, like, I remember we talked about this a while ago on the podcast, with, um, Destiny potentially, like, maybe, like, going Alliance and Horde mode, like, WoW does, like, if that, yeah. like, was a possibility, and, like, I don't know if they'll ever do that to a scale, but it definitely, like, seems like they might be trying to set up something like that, um... Well, even, like, uh... Like... A year, like a year and a half ago, they did the Allegiance quest, right? Yeah. So they've been playing with those ideas for a while now, and so. uh, it would be really interesting to see if they have, if they actually go full blown. But I don't know. I don't yeah. think they would. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they're at the scale. But I don't know. We'll see on how Beyond Light goes. Um, another thing that wasn't actually in the VDoc, but I want to make uh kind of a uh comment on this i'm actually gonna pull this up on twitter so if there's anything from the the doc that like you're impressed with can you just like talk about it right now okay. um they showed off more of the character of the like the new character um mm -hmm. for the newbies uh i don't know he looks pretty cool like i like his armor set a reference to fast and the furious yeah shobs and no hot no wait han and shot no I think it's Sean's or it's the the first one that you're saying. I want to I want to say Hobbs and Shaw, but that's not it because Hobbs and yeah. Shaw is a movie. Um, but it's Han and Han's back. By the yeah. wait, what is that fast? Did that Fast and Furious movie come out? That new one? I don't think it did. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I don't think it did. Yeah, it got moved back <laughs> to 2021. Oh well. Yeah, it's uh, it was supposed to come out this year, but it didn't. Because I Han was back in that in that trailer. I'm a, I'm a big Fast and Furious fan, so <laughs> uh, that's why I was so excited about it. Um, what else was there in the trailer? Um, I mean, they showed off uh, <clears throat> a few of like some of the weapons. Um, showed off some bounties. More. Yes. Um, <laughs> the content. Yeah. All right. So I actually found this this tweet that uh, 
Luke Smith actually said, I want to say it was Thursday when they did, like, a live stream, or he was doing, like, an interview thing, and so he mentioned Beyond Light is not as big as Forsaken, because with Forsaken, we had partners who who helped us with Vicarious Vision, and was it High Moon? Yes. the other one? Yeah. Okay. And we are only one studio. I will say that Beyond Light is significantly larger than Shadowkeep that we shipped last year, but not as large as Forsaken. I like hearing um, that at least. It's yes. bigger than Shadowkeep. <clears throat> and which I, I still say and I will go to the grave with this that year two of Destiny Two will probably be the most content we will probably ever see in the world of Destiny, because we received a lot of content in year two. Yeah. Like a lot. Like we received three raids, which I mean one of them was like kind of like a strike with the six man, but it was still a fun raid. Yeah, it's still really Crown- good raid. Like it's one of our favorites. <clears throat> yeah, Crown was really good, and then obviously you had Last Wish, which you could kind of put up there as like a top tier raid for like a lot of people, and then mm-hmm. just with everything else. So I saw that, and I was just kind of like, <laughs> I'm kind of glad that he's like talking about that like now, even though I don't think. I think a lot of the community is going to, like, really just, like, forget about this comment and not even maybe even know about it. Um, but, I mean, yeah, when you lose 350 workers, probably. Yeah, it was, like, a third of the overall total. <laughs> so. But, yeah, I just kind of want to make a comment on that. And, like, at least there was kind of, like, a clarification that it will be, I don't know how much significantly bigger than Shadowkeep. Um, but I also think uh, this is where, as much as like we can kind of like a lot of people can kind of go back and forth with this, with the uh, DCV being a thing, I think this really helps them out with their seasonal content because they do have a lot of content that they pulled and they can kind of just like <coughs> make tweaks to and adjust it to like whatever the season theme is and bring it so that they don't have to necessarily worry about like. <coughs> making a whole different planet like we're say they bring back Iowa, or whatever like it's yeah. still like could be potentially new content even though it's not necessarily fully new yeah i just hope, hope that they actually add something <clears throat> new to it instead of just be like hey you got your destination yes. back because like that would be really shitty yes and then that's i am <laughs> really afraid about that but yeah. i do think i mean they did talk about like luke really mentioned that he's they've been hiring pretty well um, I've been seeing like a lot of people like getting hired in, saying that they were hey, starting Bungie through Twitter. Like people either like retweeting their tweets or liking them. Um, he mentioned like that the studio is starting to really get some really good talent in there. Um, he also mentioned um, he's really happy with like the leadership and like the Destiny community. So like that was kind of cool, like to see him like actually like make a comment towards like content creators. Um. Another thing from the doc that they kind of showed off that, like, I'm really excited about this, and, like, this isn't, like, nothing, like, crazy in terms of, like, content, but I am really interested in seeing how the weather system works mm-hmm. on Europa, and I'm hoping, like, this is something that we kind of see be put in, like, all the planets in the future. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that while you were uh, doing a co-stream of it. Yeah. 
<clears throat> how uh, we kind of hope that like maybe certain enemies will spawn during certain weather patterns or like a secret way opens up or something. Um, yeah, I I could definitely see a secret way like opening it up because they are definitely like they keep like beating the drum on like there's a lot of secrets. So I could definitely see like I can see they do something with thermal scopes because they keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah, like, there's only a certain a thing you can see using a thermal scope, and mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. That'd yeah, be really I could, cool. I could see something being neat. I don't think necessarily uh, Gallahorn big, but <laughs> neat. yeah. For other planets, though, like uh, Earth would be cool because you could do rain and snow and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like just. All yeah. the different type of weather, and then like if you if they bring back Venus, uh, there could be like acid rain and stuff like that. Mars, you could have like sandstorms. Yeah. Um, so I if they know, do, you could have yeah. one on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the moon doesn't really have anything, does it? I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's hit by a rock or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think what else they showed off. They should be because like. They showed off, like, a lot of things that we kind of, like, have seen, but they kind of, like... They went into the sound sound design of it. Yeah, and how, like, the sound design was really cool. It was actually pretty cool seeing people in their homes trying to figure out what cosmic snow sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one of them was the sound of a breast pump, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it sounded like that would be something that could be used in... Just upcoming expansion. So it really did. It, it really did. <laughs> um, they showed off Stasis a little bit more, and they kind of talked about, um, like on the type of like options that we could have for it. Um, and it seems really cool. Um, definitely a much better version of what we have right now in terms of our subclasses. So. Hopefully with stasis, they can kind of get, like, things kind of worked out, and they can kind of go, okay, we're going to put this into all of our subclasses in the near future. Maybe, like, next expansion we see, you know, all of the solar, you know, arc and uh, void subclasses kind of get a stasis overhaul on how it's done with, like, the fragments, and then, is it Artifact? What's the other one? Because there's fragments that are like kind of like mini things, and then there's like what on? It's like on the top right, and it's like kind of like the major uh changing thing to like stasis. I have to go. I, I know, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. <clears throat> yeah. So it, it definitely seems cool. It reminds me a little bit more like Destiny One with their RPG elements. And I think that's the one area Destiny 1 did a lot better than D2 is how it felt more like an RPG. So hopefully they see a lot of positive feedback and kind of add this to everything. So, And Rip Crucible. Imagine going on the Crucible day one with everybody just running stasis. Hunters with their dodging and freezing people. Yep. So, and then, like, the Warlock has... The uh, you drop down a rift now and it will freeze enemies. Yeah, that's so I was cool. Like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
It was good. I know I was pleased with it. A lot of people were really hyped about it. I was like, it's good. Like, I got what I needed. Like, there was anything. Other than Aldrin, I was happy to see Aldrin return. And then, yeah, obviously, I don't, more Osiris content. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them calling him Crow, though. Because he's Aldrin, man. Like, that's his, that's him. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I know Which, he, like, I guess it's, like, his past life or whatever, but, like, it's still, I don't know, yeah, the Aldrin name, how... the Aldrin name just means a lot, and I think dropping it is kind of a bad move, but we'll see, we'll see if they completely yeah, drop it or they... if it's still gonna stick, yeah. I mean, because they could go, like, Aldrin Crow <laughs> Sov or something like that. <laughs> I, I don't that's know. His, that's his but nickname. Yeah, I thought it was, Yeah. Hopefully we get like some backstory on how he was named Crow, I guess. Yeah. But... Uh yeah, what else do we have? Uh talk about Transmog since Transmog got a huge announcement yesterday during uh Luke Smith's live stream and you do not have to keep your armor. It's going to be pulled off of collections. So, just go ahead and nuke that vault like I did because (laughs) I've been saving all my armor and I just said, alright, time to delete everything. And it freed up, like, a lot. I don't know how much, but it freed up a lot. I was going to ask you, do you know how many slots you have open now? Um, I can tell you mine. Mine's about, I cleared up probably more than half of my inventory space. Oh yeah, I'm sitting at like 300 something. Um, yeah, it's nice. I'm not even done yet. Like I didn't even go through boots. That was just like chest pieces and helmets and stuff. Yeah, I think I still have boots too. Yeah, boots and I have like class items, but I don't really have that many class items. So, but yeah, it's really nice to know about that and not have to worry. Yeah, it was clutch that. I mean, it was something that they should have announced probably earlier, anyways. But it was finally nice to kind of get, like, clarification on, hey, like, clear your vaults out. Like, we're literally, like, two weeks away from, like, the next expansion. And if, like, we didn't know about this, like, I mean, I would have been, like, well, I would have had to make the choice on what's going and what's staying type thing. And now I can just, okay, everything gone. Yeah, I I, can, I like that I can just throw all of my stuff in my vault now. Like everything, like I have a bunch of stuff in my on my characters that I don't necessarily want to get rid of or masterwork or keep or anything. But I also don't want to get rid of them or trash them. And yeah, so just, you never know. Well, it's because like I don't know what my build is going to look like right now. Yeah. Um. So it's nice that I can just throw all that stuff in there, and then like when I'm out in the wild, nothing is going into the. Postmaster, it's all going into my inventory slots. Yeah. <coughs> so that's good. Just next thing is just get rid of umbral engrams and then your engrams are just never gonna be full. Yeah. So. Uh so that's a really good uh announcement. Yeah, it was huge. I was super happy to see that. So it was I'd say like 99.9% Every- of the community. Everybody? There's probably one person out there that's, like, really upset about it. What? I've been holding on to this stuff for years. I can't believe they're going to make us get rid of it. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Was there anything else from that interview that was noteworthy? Not that I know of. I actually didn't. There was a couple things. The interview. Uh, Yeah, I didn't watch the interview, but I heard a couple tidbits. Like, uh, for example, in the future, there's going to be more darkness subclasses. Mm -hmm. uh, Stuff like that. Um, I don't expect to see it in. Maybe not even this year. Maybe like the next expansion. Yeah, I would. When I would see like any type of like major like subclass change or addition, I I, I wouldn't say I expect it, but it's gonna happen when an expansion drops. I don't ever. I would be shocked to see it be dropped in a season. Yeah. Like if anything, <clears throat> like you'll have like nerfs and buffs, I'll see that, but, like, we won't ever see, like, an overhaul of, like, a subclass. Yep. Uh, alright, let's head into the TWAB, then. The TWAB. Alright, so they start off with the Vidoc, we've already talked about that, uh, and then they show off the roadmap, which, yep. uh, we have a roadmap this, this time. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, uh, November 10th, it's when seasonal artifact reward track unlocks, Empire Hunt begin. Last way strike. So there's only one Europa strike, which I'm kind of bummed about. Yeah. yeah. I wish there was at Unless least there's something. Two. At least there's something that they don't show on here, too, that could be potentially. But I could see something after like the raid being complete, unlocking. Yeah, and then we have uh, Uncover Europa's Secrets from November 10th to January 12th. Uh, Death Weapons added to Trials on the 13th of November. Uh, season Mission begins. So that's... I, I'm going to assume that's when the actual season kicks off is going to be... Yeah. Seasons uh, November 17th. Yep. Uh, everything else is probably going to be... Um, beyond Light. Beyond Light related, yeah. Uh, so then we have Wrathborn Hunts begin. Uh, it looks like... Do you think that's like a hive looking thing? Is that the corrupted thing? The Shiva mm-hmm. Wrath? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, it looks like it, they, there's like a, there's like a, I don't even know what you call that. It's just some hive looking architecture in the Dreaming City. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and then on the 21st, the raid opens for the Deepstone Crypt. Which people think they saw in the, uh, the Vidoc where the six guardians load in. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. the starting point of that. I, <coughs> which I was really surprised. Did they showed anything they about showed. it? <coughs> yeah, not even uh, they didn't really show anything. They just literally showed up spawning it. Yeah, they showed off the uh, they showed off the raid exotic for Forsaken. Uh, surprised they haven't showed that off yet. Maybe maybe next week. Who knows? Maybe before the raid opens. The um. There, there is no raid exotic. Uh, that would suck. That would. Um, December tw- December eighth. Uh, first Iron Banner. Which, yay! Yay! Iron Banner is back. Um, so this December fifteenth to January fifth is the dawning event. Uh, I hope it's not just cookies this year. Hope it's something different. Uh, but I'm assuming it's just cookies. Probably, and yeah. more. Yeah, and then more. And uh I think that's Europa stuff, right? On that picture. Looks like it. It's like buildings that were on Europa. 
Uh, and over here on the left-hand side, we have uh, Beyond Light. So Beyond Light campaign begins on the 10th. Uh, Stasis unlocks Titan Behemoth, Warlocks Shadebender, Hunter Revenant, Sabathun's Grip Exotic, Grenade Launcher Quest. Uh, and then Freed for All Players, the new destination, new Cosmodrome experience, Season Armor, Exotic Weapon, new Strike added to Playlist, new Lost Sectors, 100 plus Seasonal Ranks. New artifact mods, triumphs, shaders, emblems, iron banner, dawn. Uh, and then show off the new exotic weapons and armor below, which we already know about. Yeah, yeah, we do. There's a lot coming. Thank God. I'm ready for it. <laughs> You've been ready for like a month now. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then they had a new, um, Launch trailer, which yeah, I don't. I did. There was nothing new in this, right? Or am I? Uh, I don't think. I don't think so. Well, I think there might have been a few things. I watched it at work with no sound, but I didn't really like notice. Uh, I think the the one thing that people were talking about was, oh yeah, they're showing off the the abilities that uh, the other three have. That's where you were talking about the the vanguard for darkness. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's what people were talking about. Um, the other thing that was shown here was that they destroyed a servitor, which, for those that don't know, servitors are basically like gods to them. Like they would. Oh yeah. Like they they worship machinery and stuff like fallen. Um, and servitors like basically feed them ether. Like they give it they give it whatever and it turns it into ether and then that's what they live off of. So the fact that they're destroying a servitor means that like. They're not beholden to machinery anymore. And they see themselves above gods to them, which is kind of crazy. Hmm. <sighs> <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty big threat. Um, there were some, like, people, like, coming up with crazy theories that, like, Clovis Bray is going to be the raid boss at the end. Like, he put himself in a exo or whatever, or a machine. Um, I don't know how <laughs> accurate these theories are. I don't. I don't think they are. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of odd <clears throat> on why that would be a thing. But who knows? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Really. Really cool. Really good stuff. So let's talk about the uh, progression changes, leveling up. Uh, start a lot of changes, actually. Yeah. The first of many. Um, so after playing through the story missions and completing some additional quests and activities, usually around what we call the soft cap, and we'll need to start earning powerful rewards to continue to increase power, so you can tackle some more aspirational activities in the end game. After you reach hard cap, then there is an additional 10 power you can earn through earning pinnacle rewards if you choose to hit the pinnacle cap. So here are the new caps. Uh, soft cap is 1200. Uh, hard cap is 1250, and then pinnacle cap is 1260. Uh, yeah, and then when you first log into the next season, all of your weapons and armor will be at 1050 power or higher. If you have anything over 1050, it will be unchanged. Anything under will be brought up. I don't know how I feel about this, because... Yeah, that's, that's how I was just thinking, too. Do you think they're going to be doing this, like, every year? Like, bringing up the stuff 
from before to 1050 and then that's the new start. Like, I don't know. It feels like they should start squishing numbers soon. I think one of these, I don't know if it's going to be the next expansion, but I do think one of these next, one of the expansions we receive, they're going to actually lower our power. And then it's going to basically like reset. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Because um, yeah, the numbers are getting pretty high. Like it's just, you know, it's just, it's just like crazy. Yeah, it's just like it's just silly because it's like you're starting off and you're already like a thousand fifty power. It's like what? what? That might as well just be one or zero. You know, like yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. That's all. It's all like it is. But like, it's one of those things where like, if you're like a veteran player and you play this game a lot, then like you're at. Well, I think say you're at thirteen sixty, and the next expansion comes out, and you're like a seven fifty, and then you're just kind of thinking like, yeah, that's stupid as well. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think there's really like a right answer, I guess, for for Bungie. I don't necessarily like that they're like boosting everybody up to ten fifty. Um, but I mean that's you know whatever. Um, mm, yeah. But I don't know, like, if there's really a right answer on this. I mean, the only way to, like, really reset power, I guess, would be, like, launch Destiny 3, or there needs to be, like, some type of, like, one of the expansions has to be, like, basically, like, Red War style of them just coming in and, like, completely wiping us and, like, losing Um, everything. One thing I can think that you can try to do is make it like kind of like a prestige thing where you're not starting off at zero, you're starting off at like, you know, plus one, like plus one and then your number, you know? Yeah. Um, but even then that's not great. <laughs> um, it just, th- it's, the, I mean, just we kind of already have the plus one though, technically. Yeah. I mean, with the, with the pl- artifact. Yeah. But I mean, like a prestige kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is just getting to the point uh, where it's like Super Saiyans, you know? It's like, you're Super Saiyan 1, 2, 3, 4, and then it's like, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. No, I, I think it is. Something does need to happen, but like, I'm, I would be cool if they would just like, drop us back down to 750, but I know like, a lot of the community would be really upset, because like, I think that's I think even silly. Awesome. <laughs> well yeah alright so say drop us down to like 50 or whatever and like make the new pinnacle cap like 750 like I would be really happy with that cause like that's so much grinding but a majority of the community would be really upset with that move there's but already like- yeah there's already people upset about this move about increasing the power cap at all and it's yeah. like, really, come on, guys! Like, this is a video game where you're grinding. Like, it's a, it's a loot game. You're trying to get a bigger number. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, I, I don't think there's really a right answer, right or wrong answer for this. Honestly, I think whatever they do will make people happier man like i feel like this is probably the safest move is just to kind of keep just keep it going that number yeah Yeah. keep making that number bigger uh so yeah they say they heard a lot of the feedback more opportunities to earn powerful rewards from the activities you enjoy 
So we have a change coming that will allow you to have a chance to earn powerful rewards from Strikes, Gambit, Crucible, and from Seasonal Drops all the way up until the hard cap. Uh, it'll still be much quicker to continue to complete all powerful reward sources each week. But if you just want to play Strikes or Crucible matches all day, every day, you can continue to earn powerful rewards. Uh, we hope this helps you to continue increasing your power during the period when you're still close to the soft cap. And may find completing some of the powerful sources like the ordeal very difficult. <coughs> uh, so now talking about tokens and collections. This is big. Uh, Destiny is at its best when you're shooting aliens, getting loot, becoming more powerful. That gameplay loot breaks down. And the best way to increase your power is by standing in the tower, handing in tokens to Lord Shacks. Starting next season, gear received from collections and turning in tokens will have a lower power. Then in previous seasons, gear earned through token purchases will be 20 power below your power level, and collection buybacks will be capped at 1050 power. I have a ton of tokens <coughs> I was saving up, and I'm actually happy with this change, to be honest. Like, it is something like, you sh. Like, make me play the game. Like, I could have, <laughs> you know, I could have literally boosted my power, like, a ton when yeah, I'm on my drive. Because I, I have, like, 12,000 12, crucible tokens. Like, I, have, I, I don't know how many yeah. gunsmith materials I have. So, like, yeah. this was a smart move on their part, I think. Yeah, it's, um... Last season, or not last season, last year, we just handed in tokens to get to the soft cap, pretty much. Yeah. And then just use the tokens to, like, even out our, um, our levels when we got something higher. Uh, having it be 20 power, 20 power below your power level, I don't know how that's gonna work out. Because uh, if, if you're playing this game, most likely you're probably gonna have something like you're gonna have pretty much even playing field like throughout the whole thing. You're not gonna have one weapon that's like or like one piece of gear that's twenty above and then everything else. I think they just I think that yeah, I just think they did it to be safe. Yeah. Um collection buybacks, I can see that being capped. That's like that's fine. Um you're when you're usually buying back something from collections, you're just doing it for getting that exotic back. So you can use yeah. it. Um I don't know how. I, I kind of wish they did something different with tokens, and just has yeah, I do too. Like, like have like certain weapons or armor or something unlock when you hand in tokens. Um, because like it's getting to the point now. Like, this is so many. Really, like, unless there's like, a, if there's like some guns and stuff in there that are like really good, maybe like. I could do it to like maybe try to get good stats on armor, but but there's I better ways like, to do that. Yeah, so I'm just sitting with all these tokens that I don't know what to do with. So like, I don't know. Give give me a reason to like spend the tokens elsewhere, maybe. Yeah, um, they stuff. did. They did say that there's going to be a vendor refresh, so maybe that'll be like helpful for that. Uh, maybe. I mean, probably not worth 12,000 tokens, but... No, but what is? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Something. Give me an exotic sparrow that only drops after I hand in 12,000 tokens. Damn right. I'm in. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, that was something else that I would like to see them kind of bring back, because that was another thing D1 did really well, was uh, the vendor systems all had, like, a rank system. So, like, every time, like, you'd complete bounties or whatever, like, you would rank up. So that would be kind of cool, something if they brought that back. And if you hit, like, hit a certain level, like, you got, like, maybe, like, an exotic... um class item or exotic like you know you got like a ship or a sparrow from that from all of like the vendors like gunsmith uh cryptarch uh vanguard and crucible and even iron banner iron banner would be something else since we don't have factions like that would be nothing like game changing in terms of breaking the game but like for your hardcore players who have a ton of like materials it would give them a reason to go and just like blow them yeah yeah like because i'm just gonna sit there and just continue to like grind out i'm gonna have i mean probably not a lot of people have this issue but by the next expansion i'm gonna probably have like twenty five thousand crucible tokens you know yeah, there's probably. probably that people have like fifty thousand vanguard tokens yeah there's just <laughs> nothing to really spend it on yeah got uh. materials so let's get into, so with all this economy talk, let's get into the economy changes. So, so currency and items have changes coming at the end of the season or in the near future. Here's what to expect when you log in. Materials with no home. With several destinations going into the vault, many of you have been wondering what is going to happen to currencies found in the areas currently underneath the pyramids. Simple answer is there is no changes to these currencies in Season of the Hunt, and you will be able to continue to spend them at vendors normally. Uh, starting at season 12 or 13, uh, phase glass needles, alkaline dust, simulation seeds, seraphite will no longer be accepted by vendors. For those of you that still have unspent stockpiles at the end of season of the hunt, spider will be kind enough to, uh, offer a small glimmer exchange to take them off your hands. But you realize the best value is spending them before that point. So make sure you turn in your stockpiles before the end of next season. Uh, so you still have a season left. To spend them. Uh, There are other items that will be removed from your inventory at the end of Season of Arrivals. Some, like, faction tokens have not had a purpose for quite a while. And others, like expired ramen coupons, never really had a purpose but held some sentimental value. You know that it might be hard to part with those, but it's time to let them go. No! about the toothbrush? They They don't mention the toothbrush. So... Like so, yeah, you need to keep that toothbrush. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. At some point, <clears throat> we're going to have to, like, use it. It's the only way to get Gallahorn. Come on. Okay. <laughs> take it. Uh, bounties. Back in late April, we had some plans on how to tackle the problem with bounty fatigue. We have made no, some like shifts. Content. <laughs> content fatigue. Uh, made some shifts to seasonal bounties. And reduce their importance on earning a seasonal currency and seasonal progression. We're happy with these changes, but still want to continue to improve the bounty system overall. One of the plans we previewed was to continually replace, uh, wait, we previewed was to eventually replace weekly bounties with a new mechanism to provide players with a set of non-expiring account scoped objectives each week that will grant lots of season rank progress. Still working on that system, I'll assure it. Um, before its targeted release of Season 13. 
so the changes to season pass. Uh, season pass, you come to know since uh, Shadowkeep is largely staying the same. There'll be new weapons armor earn off both the free track and the own path. One big change we'll, uh, we are making is to add bright dust to the season pass. As much before, we wanted to change the way you earn bright dust and move uh, and move more towards account specific paths to give players with only one character significantly more bright dust than they've been earning over the last year. Here is a high level look at changes coming next. Year. So season pass free path will now offer seventy seven thousand five hundred bright dust. Season Pass Owner's Path will now offer 3,000 Bright Dust, and Weekly Bounties will now award 100 Bright Dust. Dun 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 dun. Okay. Wow. I'm so, really, I was really surprised about the weekly change. <laughs> me too. Um, people have been doing the math, crunching the numbers, you know, working overnight, spending that time. And yeah. uh, they've come to the realization that you're getting way less bright dust with this change. It's like ten thousand bright dust. Yeah, less, it's like twelve thousand or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, as someone who pretty much just played this game for bright dust when there was no content, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the only thing that's giving me solace is that it's only for this season. And then next season, they're going to be, they have plans to improve how you earn Bright Dust. So that's the, yeah. that's the only solace that I have in this. Otherwise, it's kind of upsetting. And we don't, we also don't really know about like, uh, like time defense, like the dawning. Like yeah, we don't. What's that going to offer, you know? I assume this is going to be a hundred though, because it's, uh, we, it's a uh, we still weekly bounty. Yeah, but those repeatables were insanely easy. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I was really... really surprised on when they did the weekly change. I was like, why not just keep it 200? Like, like, that was just kind of like an, an unnecessary change because, like... I feel like in terms of, like, monetizing, like... Uh, their in-game purchases. Like you're not really gonna gain a whole lot out of it by taking a hundred. So just kind of keep it the same and like kind of keep your community happy from it. Cause like I feel like the profit margin isn't gonna be big enough compared to keeping your audience happy. So I was just kind of like that was a not change. My opinion. Yep. Um, so for those that don't run more than one character, this is a big change for you, though. <laughs> that you're getting a lot more out of it. Um, but those Which that is run... nice. I like. I like the fact that they are kind of like going towards like because a majority of <clears> probably the player base probably only plays on one character. Yeah. But don't hurt the people that play on all three characters, so. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from that, we have some changes to coming to Spider. Uh, Spider will no longer be selling legendary shards. Oh, wow. Big, big Rip. change. I don't know what I'll do if I can't buy five legendary shards and add them to my 
12,000 legendary shards. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm sure there's people out there, though, that need legendary shards, so they're <laughs> probably upset. Uh, I don't know. Right, if you, you are someone that needs level. legendary shards, please email me and tell me what are you doing. <laughs> uh, Sir, I've only been playing this game for 30 minutes. Yeah, and I can't get any Respect legendary me. shards. <laughs> Uh, so in place of legendary shard exchange, Spider will now be selling enhancement prisms. Uh, highly valued items come at a cost of 400 legendary shards per prism. And you can only purchase Honestly, three yeah, a week. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine with me too. Uh, that was, I thought, a great change. Like, I will definitely just... Actually, I think I'm full of my prisms, to be honest, but like... I'm not. That is something, like, that's a good change because for the people that have, like, a gazillion legendary shards, like, you might be all on prisms, like, okay, let me just go and fill up on prisms. So, yeah, you can only get three a week, but it's still fine. Better than nothing. Yeah, better than nothing. Second, we've taken another look at Enhancement Core Exchange Works and made some changes. Uh, the ascending cost mechanism has been removed. And in its place, Spider will now sell you five Enhancement Cores a day at a fixed price of 30 Legendary Shards each. Um, I'm pretty happy about this because I usually just get two. Okay. And now this is like, I think it's a fair amount of Shards for Cores. Um, so... <clears throat> what what I'm taking out of all of this um, whole concept of the the spider economy change is all he needs now is just legendary shards, and then he can then buy his army. <laughs> yeah, he's just hurting for shards because no one's. <laughs> he just needs the shards. No one's been be giving him enough shards. Yeah, <laughs> to be able to, you know, he has. Everything else, he has a ton of glimmer. He has all the planetary has materials. All, all the planetary materials that are completely pointless now. Um, <laughs> he just doesn't have shards. And, hey, this is a good way to get those shards up. And next thing you know, in four years, the spider's coming in and just absolutely just wrecking us with some crazy-ass army that he was able to buy with his... Three trillion shards. That <laughs> I want to know what he's buying with those shards because I want to buy that instead. <laughs> <laughs> Kane, I don't think you'll ever get that many shards. There'll, there'll be a day. Uh, more importantly, it's also cheaper. So in the old purchase, you'd pay 310 legendary shards for five enhancement cores. Uh, 10, 20, 40, 80, then 160. New model, you only play 30 shards each, which equals to 150 shards. Uh, so, pretty good. Pretty happy about it. Yeah, I, th I thought they did a good job with the spider change, uh, the spider nerf in terms of uh, his uh, payouts, but poor guy, I guess, just needs shards. Then we're getting cores and prisms, which we need. Uh, So... Talk about some ghost uh, mods. So, some people were wondering if you can. You were one of those. Equip Speed Demon with uh, other mods like Guiding Light and the new system. Has some good news for you. You won't need to. Starting in Beyond Light, all sparrows with legendary and exotic will innately summon instantly, even without a transmit preloader perk. Uh, 
So every single sparrow. Yeah, man, every single sparrow can just instantly be summoned. I don't know why they didn't do that to begin with. Same. But there is also a mod for it, so that's probably why. Yeah. But since ghosts are actually... Which I completely kind of forgot about the whole ghost rework coming until I read this swab. I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot all about that. Oh yeah. Uh, so if you have a, a Sparrow with the Transmat Preloader perk, you keep using it. Or you could pull it from collections again and get two new perks. Newly created Sparrows will no longer roll on Transmat Preloader. So you have a chance to get yourself an extra perk and still retain that instant summon speed. That's good. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, some changes to Eververse. Season 12 Bright Ingrams will contain all content from 1 through 9. Season 13 Bright Ingrams will contain all content 1 through 10. And they're just going to continue this kind of cycle. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I think they talked about it before, but they just brought it up again. I mean, kind of have to. You always have to remind people like a thousand times. And also, your chances for earning things you don't own increases. Um, but there still will be instances of duplicate drops. Um, now time to check in with player support. Uh, but the latest stone issues, so world activities. Uh, players should complete any activities and quests they have left if they want to claim rewards from them. So flashpoints, destination adventures, world quests from your one locations. Uh, so example, enemy by enemy, Exodus Black, data recovery, etc. Item inventory um, removal. Start year four, introduction of DCV. On the November 10th, we'll certain items will be depreciated from player inventories. They'll correspond with vaulted destinations, activities, and campaigns. Uh, click to see more. Which I'm kind of happy about because there's stuff that I don't know if I should keep or get rid of, so I'm glad they're just going to do that for me. Yeah, I'm fine <clears> with that. Uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm not necessarily, like, this next thing coming up that we're about to talk about, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, the 14-hour downtime? Yes. What am I going to do? No destiny. For 14 hours. Uh, 14 hours, man. <laughs> it's, your, it's your longest break yet. Uh, <laughs> on November 9th, Destiny 2 will be taken offline for maintenance. Maintenance will begin 7 p.m. Pacific, ending on November 10th at 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, I would not be going on Twitter after this maintenance thing is up, because I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of data mining going on. I'm assuming a lot of this stuff is to kind of basically put Beyond Light into the game. Yeah. Um, so, and also you're just going to get a bunch of spoilers. So. Yeah, I will be probably staying off Twitter until I am finished with Beyond Light on Tuesday. Uh, PlayStation 4 Collector's Edition codes. Uh... So earlier this week, we informed PlayStation 4 players who purchased the D2 Beyond Light Collector's Edition that they may have received an email about a possible account lockout if they use their Collector's Edition code. The issue is resulting in account lockouts for early code redemption has now been resolved. Players can now safely redeem their codes. Uh, titles and seals with moments of triumph and season of arrivals come to a close. Players are strongly encouraged to claim and equip titles located in their seals so they will correctly count as claimed. Um, 
Other issues, Warlock's top tree Dawnblade subclass could trigger Icarus dash cooldown while playing on PC. RIP. Players can't dismount from their Sparrow using the dismount button on controller if their ghost is out. Some players report that they're receiving the Bamboon error more frequently. Hmm. Uh, and that's it for the TWAB. It was a big TWAB. It was a very big TWAB. Uh, and then we have just one more TWAB before Beyond Light. It was the night before TWAB and all through the night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trying to see if there's anything in the footer here. I don't think there is. Yep. There's nothing here. No, I don't really see anything. You think we're going to get a, uh, live event? I don't know. I don't know if we will. So I feel like this would have been the TWAB they talked about it. I think, um... I don't know if you will... I don't think we're going to get it this season. I think we're going to get it next season. Because they said that... um, You can still use your, like, destination materials for next season. And... But they need to explain why those other destinations are going away. I don't know. It's weird. I guess we'll find out maybe next Thursday. But I felt like this would have been the TWAB. They talked about it, but... I guess not. It would be partway through. Well, I guess they could explain it in a cutscene, right? Like, they just have a cutscene where they get blown up or something. But, yeah. uh, I don't think they're going to get blown up. Well, you know, whatever. Vaulted, or there's a reason why they don't go there. Yeah, just a big giant vault is going to just suck in all the planets. Yeah, the Leviathan. uh, Finally going to go go and eat all the planets and then blow up. (laughs) Or just drive away. (laughs) I mean... Oh, huh, drive away. I mean, why can't the Leviathan just blow up in general? <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's the end of the show. That's all you want to say anything else? No, I think that was pretty much it. Alright, so Sully, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch at Sully underscore underscore games. I am also currently running a giveaway for... Uh, four free copies of Beyond Light to any platform. Um, all you have to do is either shoot me a follow on Twitch or a follow on Twitter, or you can. I think all you have to do is just show up to the Charge Shot YouTube, I believe. But if you could subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome too, as this is where this podcast is at, and also where Kane, Ben, and Justin have a wonderful video game podcast every Friday night. Yeah, and we just published the uh, Godzilla Save the Earth review from Tyler Burns. Yeah, I saw that. It's actually a really good video. I I liked it quite a bit. Um, So you can go check that out. Uh, You can also visit me, uh, your host Thomas, on Twitter as Stuff. Also on Twitch as Stuff. I'm hoping to finish Evil Within 2 today and then start up uh, Sekiro soon. I'm hoping to do some co-streaming with Ben. Uh, like, I'll be playing a game and he can, like, hang out and we'll do, like, a two-person Let's Play. Uh, so I'm hoping to do that. PlayStation 5 is coming out soon. I'll be, we'll be having a lot of PlayStation 5 coverage over on com. 
So you can check that out. I might be getting my headset today, uh, the Pulse 3D. Yeah, I've been seeing people getting, like, their controllers and the headsets yeah. arriving, so yeah. So I might do an unboxing of that as well. Uh, just a lot of content coming up. Uh, Does that work on anything else? Yeah, it's supposed to work on, like, uh, anything with a... Like, I think it also has a wired connection, so... Okay. Yeah, you should definitely, like, give that a test out and try it out. It won't have the 3D audio because you need to have a program to run that. But it has, you know, stereo, which is fine. Uh, And with that, Guardians, uh, eyes down. Wonderful.